Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Now I'm here with Dr Robin Catchpole, who's an astronomer with the Institute of Astronomy in Cambridge, UK, and he talked to us last week a little bit about the Sutherland Observatory, and uh, he was quite instrumental in the very early days, and he's going to tell us a little bit more about what it was like when they opened that observatory so many years ago. Good afternoon, Robin. Oh, pleasure to talk to you again, Ketchell. And so, Sutherland, this is four and a half hours north of Cape Town, where all the telescopes are for the observatory. And so now, what was it like in the early days, and, and what happened when they opened this magnificent observatory? Well, the opening was the first occasion in 1973 when I set eyes on Sutherland, and it was a very grand affair with strong political overtones because South Africa was keen to have this international presence and none other than Margaret Thatcher came out. She was Minister of Education. She came out from the UK for the opening of the observatory and the South African Prime Minister, Mr. Foster was there and a whole crowd of other cabinet ministers. They all turned up by helicopter. The helicopters blew the cladding off one of the domes and there was a very grand occasion with speeches and official openings of the dome and everything, it was a perfect day. The day before had been a huge storm had gone through the power had been lost, it had snowed, but all was well on the day. And of course, as I say, grand occasion with Margaret Thatcher. We didn't at that stage know she was going to become Prime Minister of England. I see. And now you did mention in a talk you gave to the Local Astronomy Society recently that, you know, that all kinds of things went wrong. The power cable was cut. And I love the story of this helicopter arriving with these dignitaries and the blades of the helicopter or the, the force of the wind went and destroyed part of the, the outside cladding of this observatory. It sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, yes, it was indeed. And, you know, the good and the great were, were mingling with each other. And there were further overtones because there were great political machinations going on with the Anglo-Australian telescope. And some of the dignitary astronomers who've been invited were, were making early getaways to get planes to Australia to get their opinions heard and so on. So there was much coming and going. And a group of us, I'd come down from the Pretoria Observatory along with Michael Feast, who would be a future director of the Royal Cape Observatory. And of course, Sir Richard Woolley was presiding. He gave a speech in Afrikaans in which he hinted that the telescope was as yet rather small with the hope of things to come. And I doubt if he could have imagined how much the observatory has grown since just the three telescopes that stood on the site in 1973. Yes, because that copy now is peppered with telescopes from all over the world. And it's quite a centre for astronomy, in which a lot of people don't realise how prominent South Africa is in the field of astronomy. South Africa is its longitude, that it fills in a, an important gap of longitude between the telescopes of South America in Chile and the telescopes of Australia and for following phenomena like gamma ray bursters or supernovae, or even just uh, looking at the sun, the variations, we provide a very important window. And it is a good dark site as well, and it's well serviced. 
with electricity support and computer links. Of course, you need fast internet links these days for anything, do. don't you? And it's been a delight to talk to you once again, Dr. Robin Catchpole, and uh, I hope to hear from you again sometime soon. Thank you very much, Robin. Thank you, Ketchell. And for now, this is Ketchell Kirkham wishing us clear skies. Yeah.